The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Bupa, supporting the health of millions of Australians because life happens. Find out more at bupa.com.au. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Friday the 1st of May. In your squiz today, the road towards a COVID-19 treatment and cure, potential buyers for Virgin Australia, a by-election in the federal seat of Eden Monaro, and cooking for comfort. This is your squiz today. Scientists and researchers around the world have been working frantically towards a treatment and a vaccine for COVID-19. There's hope now that scientists may have found a drug for treatment. It's called remdesivir. What's known about it so far? It's an experimental antiviral drug. It was originally designed to combat Ebola. In a trial in the US of about 1,000 people, it's cut the number of days patients take to leave hospital by almost a third. The big breakthrough is that it's the first drug that they've seen that's been effective in combating uh, COVID-19. And also, as Dr. Anthony Fulci says, uh, he's the infectious diseases expert in the US. Uh, It's the first time also that um, they can see that a drug is effective in blocking the virus. So that's a big breakthrough. Scientists are urging caution and that more testing needs to be done, but it is hopeful news nonetheless. A treatment obviously is good. A vaccine would be even better. There are at least 89 in development and potentially more. Two are in human trial phase in Seattle and over in Oxford. It's a massive challenge, though, to develop one this quickly really big challenge. Uh, They've always said that a vaccine is 12 to 18 months away after the virus first emerged, and that's if absolutely everything goes right. Mm. Uh, It's important to keep in mind that the average time taken to develop a vaccine in the last uh, 20 years or so has been 10 years. So to develop a vaccine is a really big undertaking. And until we do develop one, we'll have restrictions in some form or other. It was interesting to see a couple of weeks ago, actually, Jody McVernon, who's the Director of Epidemiology at the Doherty Institute, said that there's a danger in this back-to-life-as-normal discussion because mm. it can't happen for a long time because we won't have these treatments and vaccines for a long time either. There are some states lifting some restrictions this coming weekend. Head to the Squiz Today email if you want to catch up on those. Following on from yesterday's update on the tensions between Australia and China, US Secretary of State Mike Pompeo has backed up Scott Morrison's call for an independent global review into the origins of coronavirus. He said it was a perfectly normal call by our government for an independent inquiry into the genesis and the handling of the coronavirus crisis. That, of course, means a spotlight on China. Mike Pompeo said, who in the world wouldn't want an investigation uh, of how this happened? So that's something that, of course, will continue to gather ahead of steam over the coming weeks. We spoke last week about Virgin Australia entering into voluntary administration as the travel restrictions of COVID-19 hit hard against existing debts. There were rumours of potential buyers and Deloitte, who were appointed as administrators, are confident they can lock in a buyer by the end of June. It's had a big meeting yesterday of creditors and what the administrator has said is that it's received 20 high quality expressions of interest to uh, look at buying into Virgin, whether that's a whole... um, 
um, purchase of the airline or whether it's just putting in investment uh, to keep it going. Eight of those have signed non-disclosure agreements and negotiations continue with 12 others. It's thought that Andrew Twiggy Forrest uh, is one of those. He, of course, is the mining magnate from Fortescue uh, turned philanthropist. And that's the same Andrew Twiggy Forrest that was involved in that awkward press conference with Health Minister Greg Hunt on Wednesday. Over to politics now, and Labor MP Mike Kelly has announced that he's resigning from Parliament. He holds the New South Wales seat of Eden Monaro just outside of Canberra. So we're headed for a by-election, Claire. It's a big electorate, that one. It goes north to Canberra and as far south as the Victorian border taking in Eden and those south coast uh, areas. It's thousands of kilometres. He says that he's been sick for quite some time with renal problems. He was an army officer for 30 years and served in places like Iraq and Somalia and East Timor and he suffered severe dehydration during that time which has played havoc with his health. Both the Liberal Party and the Nationals say that they're going to put up a candidate so we're looking at what's called a three-corner contest with Labor contesting it as well. The Morrison government will have to keep their expectations in check a little. No government candidate has won a seat off the opposition in a federal by-election in 100 years. In a landmark ruling in Victoria's Supreme Court, Google has been ordered to pay $40,000 in damages after the court determined that the company is a publisher, not just a tech company. That requires a bit of unpacking. Claire, tell us a bit about the court case. A bit of a landmark uh, decision, this one, and mm. that's why it's getting quite a bit of attention. It centres around a guy called George Defteros. He was mentioned in The Age a few times in late 2016 around his connections to underworld figure Carl Williams. Uh, A lot of charges around that were dropped. Uh, He has, though, wanted those articles removed, which they have been from the age, but they lived on in Google. So that was the court case that he brought was defamation against Google and, and Google lost. Google have said they're reviewing the court's decision. They argued they're not technically a publisher because their search results are automated. There's a fair few around Australia who have turned to quarantine cooking during these social distancing times. It's interesting to see what have been the most popular recipes in April from good food. Lots of comfort food here, Claire. Lots of comfort food, lots of carbs, which, you know, is where I certainly turn when it comes to uh, these coronavirus times. I have fallen into some very bad habits as far as that's (laughs) concerned, which will need to be addressed in the very near future. Uh, But um, for this weekend, I'll be diving into one of the recipes on that list, and that's the potato rosti that um, Adam Lior has put forward. So, yeah, I'm getting into that. It looks absolutely delicious. I might give the the Rona sweet and sour sauce and chicken tray bake a try. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. You can find that link in the Friday Lights section of the email. Also in Friday Lights, a new Netflix recommendation from you, Claire. I haven't watched the next couple of episodes. I'm dying to do that um, as soon as I can, but I've watched the first two episodes of The Last Dance. It's a big new Netflix show. It's about Chicago Bulls basketballer Michael Jordan, and I didn't know a lot about Michael Jordan uh, going into it. He's um, an incredible athlete, though, and his focus on winning is just extraordinary. Five stars, Margaret, you've given it, so we'll have to check it out. I have, yeah, really enjoyed it. And what's the subject line today? I've gone for a lyric from an ad from 1988 
for the bicentennial <laughs> of Australia. The lyric is, it's a feeling that's true Aussie. Uh, I always go to this song in my head whenever anything about 1988 comes up. And that's come up today because the stock market has had the best month in April uh, since 1988, mm. of course, off the back of a really dreadful March. Yeah, of course. If you're not familiar with this ad, you really need to get it. Larissa, I'm shocked that you hadn't heard of it until <laughs> uh, I presented this to you. But um, yeah, the celebration of the nation, it was a big deal. I hadn't seen it before, but I am forever grateful that I've seen it now. <laughs> Head to the Squiz Today email to check that one out. It's the biggest 80s nostalgic throwback you could possibly want on a Friday. Before we wrap up, a big shout out to all the teachers and parents who've been back at learning in various forms this week. We know that so many of you are enjoying our Squiz Kids podcast, which is awesome. Squiz Kids is a news podcast just for kids. It's around seven minutes of kid-friendly news each weekday, and we love hearing about the conversations that it starts and the research and activities that get done from it. So thank you. You can check that out at squizkids.com.au. Other than that, happy Friday, have a cosy weekend, and we will talk to you on Monday. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au.